It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Take in this nice weather while you can. We've got rain and snow coming in a matter of hours. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live with details. Adam? Amanda, here in Salt Lake City right now, it's looking a lot different than it's going to look tonight. Broken clouds, highs in the 50s. Hey, I can even roll my window down. It's not even that unbearable. But by tonight, KSL meteorologist Matt Johnson says you're going to see clouds increase this afternoon scattered showers potentially on the drive home and then valley rain and mountain snow tonight between 9 and 11 o'clock that rain though is going to turn over to snow overnight in the valleys we could see a trace to two inches in the mountaintops eight to 16 and of course alta could push 20 inches of snow Matt says by early tomorrow morning, at least it looks like the storm is mostly going to have moved out of the Wasatch Front. Live in Salt Lake City, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. Utah Avalanche Center opened a new training park just off of I 80 near Park City to make sure the people heading out into the snow know how to use life saving gear. Avalanche Center Education Specialist Joey Manship talks about how beacon training works. When you probe into the snow, which is what you would use to locate someone buried underneath the snow, It'll do a loud beeping sound. The light will flash here so that you know that you've done it. He says everyone who skis in the backcountry should practice using their equipment. A bill to raise the code blue temperature to allow more people into shelters on cold nights looks ready to pass. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston has more. Amanda, homeless advocates have said for at least a year now that Utah's current threshold to open emergency beds is too cold to help save people from losing fingers and feet. The code blue standard right now is 15 degrees. We like to stick to 25 degrees. That's Carl Moore from the Second and Second Coalition. He was speaking to KSL TV back in January. Now there is a bill on the table to raise that threshold by three degrees so it reaches 18. And it has already passed through the House and it looks ready to pass the Senate. But that's still just over halfway to freezing temperature in Fahrenheit. Reporting live from Salt Lake City, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. Covering Utah's economy, do tech workers enjoy their jobs? A new survey says not so much. Tech sector workers are the unhappiest, according to a survey by Bamboo HR based in Utah County. CEO Brad Brencher says happiness by tech workers has been sliding since the pandemic and that the turbulent times in technology and reports of layoffs lead to a growing uncertainty by workers. He says the trend can be turned around by giving employees a shared purpose. That's really what I think employees want is to be enlisted um, in um, in a purpose that matters. Rencher says tech companies may have suffered by growing too quickly. On the flip side, the travel and construction industries posted high job satisfaction numbers. Tammy Kikuchi, KSL News Radio. More employers are doing away with work at home options, and it's making some employees resentful. KSL News Radio's Dale Spaulding has more. A leadership study from BetterUp says workers would rather take a pay cut, a little more than 13% of their annual salary, to work from home. But it all hits a little bit harder when these workers spend an average of $561 to work from the office each year. And remember, that's just the average. That same survey says workers preferred to avoid expenses related to the commute, but also reports that workers claimed to multitask better from home. Workers also mentioned childcare costs and a lack of proximity to the office as big factors for their frustrations. Dale Spaulding, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. Former President Trump easily won the South Carolina GOP primary, but Nikki Haley says she's not done yet. ABC political director Rick Klein says it's been an uphill battle for Haley. 
realistically speaking, I don't see how this campaign continues beyond Super Tuesday. Even if she were to somehow surprise in some places, she is not in a position where you can say, well, if this happens and that happens, she's on a path to be the Republican nominee. It really is an embarrassing showing for her. She hoped that this would put momentum into her campaign, uh, allow her to, to show that she is on the march and that voters want to buy what she's selling. But right now, there's just no evidence of that when it's actually put to the question of Republican primary voters. On to Michigan now. That primary takes place tomorrow. A big meeting this week at the White House. President Biden will bring together at the White House Tuesday the top four congressional leaders. On the agenda, the national security bill that sends $60 billion to Ukraine and also includes funding for Israel and Taiwan. The Senate has already passed that bill with bipartisan support, and the White House is putting pressure on House Republicans to do the same. The meeting also comes as Congress has just days to pass legislation to avert a partial government shutdown on Friday. Karen Travers, ABC News, Washington. First look traffic on the 7 o'clock report. We go back to Andy Farnsworth. Well, Tim, uh, I-15 just a bit heavy in Murray's the only uh, freeway delay I'm seeing so far between Ogden and Salt Lake. And Utah County's running pretty smooth on the freeway in both directions. It's starting to fill in approaching Redwood Road out of Lehigh, Saratoga Springs, and Eagle Mountain, but not on Redwood itself so far. Uh, same uh, kind of story. We're not seeing the usual delay we do approaching the freeway in Clearfield yet. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. Some tech laws in Florida and Texas are being challenged in the Supreme Court today. Here is ABC's Derek Dennis. Supporters of these laws say social media platforms have been censoring users, especially those with conservative or religious views. But tech companies argue they have a right under the First Amendment to set their own standards to prevent misinformation. Both laws would allow tech companies to be sued for violations. The lawmakers in Florida and Texas say they're trying to regulate the business actions of tech companies companies, not their freedom of speech. The Florida law bans tech companies from suspending the accounts of political candidates, and Texas law makes it illegal to remove political content. A California man was arrested in Washington County after troopers say they found 30 pounds of meth in his car. The Utah Highway Patrol says they stopped Larry Stephen Horton for a traffic violation and found he didn't have a license or ID. He now faces multiple charges. The number of people behind bars is on its way up nationally and here in Utah. KS on his radio's Heather Peterson explains. New data from the Department of Justice shows U.S. prison populations increased about 2% in 2022. Glenn Mills from Utah's Department of Corrections says it went up even more than that here. We saw a 6.4% increase in 2023, which equates to approximately 390 inmate increase. Mills blames the increase on a growing population. About 6,400 of their 7,000 spots in the state's prisons and jails have been filled at this point, leaving officials to wonder what to do in the future if these increases continue. Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. Police say a 16-year-old crashed a car into a house in Hurricane Sunday morning because he was going too fast through a roundabout. No one was injured. Luckily, the driver was uh, cited for going too fast for the conditions and then released. Stomach bugs are on the rise right now around the country. The CDC says the sickness, called norovirus, is normal for this time of year. More than 12 percent of tests are coming back positive, particularly in the Northeast. The pet product market is booming right now, and dog coats are a top seller. KSL News Radio's Michael Commit is live. Michael. Tim, you've probably seen doggy coats during the wintertime, but what you may not have known is that those accessories are part of a booming multi-billion dollar industry. This is playing into pet spending overall. As of 2023, people have spent up to $148 billion on their pets. 
Now, there isn't a specific number on how much dog coats have contributed to that, but to put it to you like this, Gucci and Prada are selling coats sporting a tag of $1,000. Of course, before you sink a few paychecks into a dog coat, you probably make sure the breed actually needs it. Reporting live, Michael Commit, KSL News Radio. A Girl Scout troop got booted from a Texas mall, and some were saying it was because of a crumble cookie store inside. The process is typically troop leaders reach out to various storefronts within the community and ask if they want to be a location to um, sell cookies. And so we were unaware of some of the dates and times associated with our locations here. Jennifer Simmons is part of the mall management and says this was just a big misunderstanding, and the Girl Scout troop has since been allowed back. The manager of the crumble store there says they didn't ask for the Girl Scout scouts to leave and they don't see them as competition. No, they said they actually enjoy eating their cookies. And they bought a bunch of them. <laughs> Which is nice.